Welcome back to the Life Endurance Podcast, where we explore methods of unlocking your true potential and the greatest endurance race we all partake in, life. This episode is about having a value-added mindset. And this mentality is what everything boils down to when we consider productivity advice and even a lot of self-development concepts. Now, this episode is extremely valuable on its own, but I will say it will be even more impactful if you already have a clear vision for your life developed. And if you haven't listened to my episodes on this topic, I would strongly suggest listening to those and taking some time to run through that exercise. Those episodes are 13 and 15, which deep dive into the importance of having a clear vision and also how to create that vision. And with that said, let's begin. What do I mean by value added and non-value added? First, you have to identify what your goal or goals are. And these goals aligning with achieving the vision you have for yourself, including specific pieces of your ideal life. This could be fitness related, relationships, business goals, or even mastering a hobby. A value added mentality is a sort of filter to maximize your effort and progress towards these goals by cutting out any unnecessary use of energy or mental bandwidth. The concept first entered my radar while working in construction, learning lean continuous improvement. The main focus of which is eliminating waste in operations. And to help explain what value added versus non-value added means, I'm going to use a construction example. Say you're a contractor building a project. There are many, many components to the project. Construction activities, material logistics, legal contracting, inspections, safety mitigation, the list goes on. And with that, it's easy to lose track of what the ultimate goal from a strictly business perspective is. To hand over the completed final product to the customer meeting their expectations. You might be thinking, okay, duh, that's obvious, but why is that so important to remember? To answer that, let's go a level deeper into the construction scenario. Consider a single wall in the building being constructed. Before the wall is finished, a number of things must occur first. Materials be delivered and distributed across site, framing goes up, the utilities such as plumbing and electricity are installed, insulation goes in, the drywall is hung to enclose it, those drywall panels must be finished to act as one solid smooth surface, and then the wall is painted. As the contractor, this is how you need to think about that wall. The only thing that customer cares about, and really is paying for, is the final product. All they want is a fully assembled wall that meets their expectations. Yes, the material, logistics, labor, and tools are necessary processes, but they are not what the customer is paying for. As long as the wall is completed properly, the steps before are not a factor for them. So in this case, value added means anything directly transforming the final product, the wall itself. Shipping the materials and distributing them across the site is not a value added activity. Workers setting up their tools and moving materials around their immediate space are also not value added activities, as they are not directly transforming the product. 
Value-added activities would be assembling the framing, installing the plumbing, attaching the drywall to the framing, finishing and painting the wall. Now, to profit the most from the project, the goal is to minimize or eliminate non-value-added activities because the customer will pay the same regardless as long as the wall is built correctly. And here's a couple somewhat extreme examples. Let's say drywall gets delivered and is only placed in one location on the site. This means every time a crew needs drywall, they have to cross the site and move it. Depending on how large the project is, this could be a very time-consuming and physically demanding process, ultimately a lot of non-value-added effort. The smarter way to go about this is to strategically distribute the drywall to the areas that will need it as it's being delivered. Doing this all at once with the necessary equipment saves a significant amount of time and effort, again handing over the same final product. Let's get even more granular. Say a worker is hanging drywall and their material stack is 50 feet away. If every time they need a piece of drywall to hang, they have to walk a total of 100 feet, including half carrying a very heavy piece of material. That is a lot of time and energy not adding value. But if the worker were to grab a pallet jack and move the amount they needed all at once close to the installation spot, they would eliminate a lot of unnecessary non-value added work. One last example would be considering setup time for an activity on site. If a worker is organized and well prepped, they can quickly move and set up all necessary tools where the work is occurring that day. Again, remember the act of setting up is necessary, but not value added. It does not directly transform the final product. But if the worker is not organized and prepared, they may spend a significant amount of time walking back and forth from the storage trailers to the active area on site with lots of non-value added time and effort. There's a handful of other wasteful categories of work on top of this, six to be exact, and that may be for another day, but hopefully you're catching on to how the goal is to minimize or completely eliminate any activities that wouldn't be considered value added. I know this is a very cold cut business and profit focused example, but we can also apply this to our lives. Consider yourself both the customer and the contractor, and the final product is achieving one of your goals. The world is polluted with distractions and things to do, and with a value added mentality, you'll be able to identify and eliminate distractions and things that do not actually contribute to your goals. As you go about or reflect on your day, be extremely critical and categorize the things you did as value added or non-value added. Did scrolling on your phone add any value? Did watching three episodes of a show add any value? Okay, these are some obvious ones, so here's some more. Did the food you ate add any value in terms of your fitness goals? Did the people you talked to or the news you watched positively feed the mindset that you're trying to develop or maintain? Did the scatterbrained cleaning, quote unquote, you spent an hour wandering around doing really get you any closer to your goals? This is a really good example because keeping a clean home is necessary, but not directly adding value to your goals. And this means it's something to be optimized so you can spend as little time on them as possible. 
Apply this mindset and I'm willing to bet you'll realize there are a lot of small or even large activities that may not be obviously non-value added. Again, there are so many potential distractions and activities that disguise themselves as productive but don't actually contribute to your goals. If you're struggling to make progress on a project or say improve a relationship, be clear on the goal or identify what exactly the problem is. Then figure out if your actions are adding value towards that goal or solution. Say you're spending 10 hours a week practicing guitar, but aren't making any progress. You take a step back and realize you spend most of your time on songs or exercises that you've already mastered. If your goal is to improve beyond these, then playing the same old songs over and over is not a value-added activity. Say there is some strain in a relationship. Have you taken a moment to really identify the problem? Is buying flowers or their favorite takeout really adding value towards fixing the problem? An actually value-adding activity may be something more along the lines of changing your habit of leaving dirty dishes out or not listening enough when they're talking to you. I want you to spend a few minutes practicing this now. Choose a goal you have, like learning an instrument, losing weight, making more money in your business, or maybe even finding a significant other. Then spend five minutes listing out activities you do related to these, anything and everything. Once you have this list, label them value added or not. Which activities are actually getting you closer to your goal? Is there a food you need to start avoiding? Are you avoiding the more difficult exercises for your instrument? Are there activities in your business that don't transform the final product, but take up a significant amount of time and resources? Are you actually getting out there and meeting as many people as possible with the intent of finding a romantic partner, or are you just spinning your wheels? Do this activity as many times as it takes to make the value-added assessment automatic in your brain as you go about your day. When applied to business, hundreds of thousands and even millions of dollars can be saved. I know personal examples of this. Apply this principle in your life and the same level of improvement, but in your own terms, can be achieved. All it takes is the mental discipline to realize a non-value-added activity when it occurs and realign yourself towards your goal. I hope this concept landed with you and that you can take this to instantly improve not only your progress toward your goals, but also your quality of life. And as always, if you found value in this episode, a quick share and a review would be the greatest way to share any gratitude. To learn more about my individual goals, give me a follow on Instagram at the Endurance Beast, and feel free to reach out with any questions or comments. I do this podcast to help others, and I'm certainly open to any input on how to improve my efforts. With that, I thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to sharing the next episode.